Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Resell FLA. Ooh, this is the first podcast. Nice. All right. So good morning, everyone. What is up? Good morning, good morning, good morning. All right. Sorry, I just had a bunch of coffee, so I'm going to be rambling a little bit. But I just kind of wanted to get you an intro, just kind of what we're going to be doing, we're going to be going over, and then we'll just get right into it. So here's my story. I used to wait tables for about 15 years, and I enjoyed it, and I got a new career in IT, uh, but wasn't making enough money. And um, so I started reselling on the side to make up the money that I wasn't making from waiting tables. And I just kind of, you know, started figuring it out and, and getting good at it. And I really enjoy it. Like, it's not something I just do because, you know, I just need the money. Like, I actually enjoy going out looking for stuff and finding it. I also have three kids and me and my wife both work. So on the days I have off, I take them with me. So it's me, my uh, sweet minivan my three kids which are all you know three four and four months and we go out garage sailing you know garage sales estate sales all that kind of good stuff so you know i've been doing it for about six months now and i figured now after i got a little bit of experience under my belt and learned you know kind of learned the ropes and learned what kind of a little bit about what works and what not works and trust me i'm no expert there's people out there who know way more than me um you know i can start sharing some of that knowledge with you sharing on what things I've learned, not just, um, you know, specifically about reselling, but I guess the main reason why I like it is because I get to create an income and, you know, a, a, I don't know, a path, a passion around my family. I've had so many businesses that have failed and so many opportunities that, that just flopped. And I realize now when I'm looking back at it is because I was trying to go against my values like my kids and my wife are the most important thing in the world to me I, I i my parents weren't there that much for me man they worked all the time and when they weren't working they were out with their new boyfriend and their new girlfriend and with their friends and i swore to myself that when i became a dad that i would never ever be like that that i would always put my family first and that wouldn't be just something that i said it would be something that i, I acted through in every day and i realized that a lot of the other things that I was doing was taking me away from my family. So how could I go against myself? You know, my my, my true inner core of who I am is I, I like to serve people, you know, and I like to, you know, I want to be a good father. And if anything is that I'm doing is against either one of those, I, I can't do it. So the reselling gives me the opportunity to do that. You know, we go, we go spend time together about a half a day in the morning on Friday, Saturday, and then the rest of the day I spend with the kids until they go to bed. And then at night, you know, I list stuff, prep stuff, take pictures, um, you know, box up the orders, drop them off. So that way my kids never know that I have two jobs. They know I have one job, you know, that's the insurance job and, you know, 401k and the safety, um, you know, career. And then I'm building my side hustle. You know, I'm building an income, you know, to help pay for their tuition and their clothes and their shoes and field trips and all that stuff and they never know that I'm not around like Friday and Saturday we hang out all day together as soon as I get home from work on Friday at 5 o'clock we spend every minute together until they go to bed that I feel good about that I, that you know I, I really would love to do it full time I mean why not I mean if you look on if you follow people if you're on Instagram or anything like that you follow people and they make a killing on Poshmark they make a killing on Amazon they make a killing on eBay but it takes time and that's what I'm here to tell you, is that if you're just getting started on it, 
don't be discouraged like look at look at this long term look at this like i put in my head like this is five years this is a five-year process because if you look at it week to week you know i I put it on there it didn't make any money it's not gonna it doesn't work like that if you go and look at the total amount of listings and the total amount of people shopping and the total amount of people who've been doing this for a long time of course when you first start you're not going to make any money you know it's just not going to happen you know unless you have some kind of you know let's say unless you're selling rolexes for like a hundred bucks you know you're not going to make any money you know and you're still not gonna make any money you're gonna lose money on those rolexes anyway so i just wanted to give you um a couple of intro uh beginner steps and talk to you about it through the beginning process because a lot of people who talk to you out there they're they've been doing it for a long time so they kind of forget that initial early stages and i want to give you uh some advice so first things first think about the end product right what is the end result the end result is that you want your product or whatever you're selling there or reselling there to end up in the shape that it's listed in right you don't want it to break because then you have to refund it it creates issues it it creates more work for you than it's worth so what do i why is that important because it helps you narrow down on what you're looking for to sell when you go to a garage sale they're going to have good deals on everything right some of the stuff's not worth anything some of the stuff's worth a lot of stuff but it will help you filter out and and uh decide what you're looking for so you can really focus your knowledge and your and your training you know you're training yourself on what's going to be profitable what i mean by that is there could be a let's say two foot by three foot glass mirror in this ornate um frame but you know let's say they're selling it for 20 bucks and it's worth 300 okay that might be worth taking a risk on but do you know anything about shipping large heavy items do you know how much it costs to ship that do you know how much it costs to insure it by the time you're all done with that you might not be making any money for the amount of time that you put into it right so i like to this is what this is the criteria i use i want to be able to ship it ship things that'll be that are durable during transport and i want to ship things that are cheap to ship you know ten dollars is the most i'll spend i like to spend on shipping stuff if it's more than that you know the profit better be a hundred bucks on it so what is that so what are those things that are cheap to ship easy to ship and durable toys this is what i do i go for video games um there's not a lot of money in dvds unfortunately because movies are free um but people like to buy old consoles right now especially gamecube so if you find gamecube stuff look it up and then on the next episode, I'll give you where to look that up at. Um, games, toys, action figures, Hot Wheels cars. Uh, what else? Um, they're small and, and durable. Those are the main ones for right now. Um, you can also do coffee mugs. Work really well. They're durable. They're cheap to ship. If you know how to do it right, you can ship them for about four bucks. Um, some of them you have to do about eight or nine. But, you know, it's the way it is, man. And then uh, books. Books are good because they're durable they're cheap to ship you can ship a media mail um certain rare dvds that are hard to find um sets dvd sets if you find unopened dvd sets look them up see what they're selling for on ebay 
Um, you know, I don't really mess with open stuff unless it's like super, super rare. Just because people, uh, it's an easier sell to sell something brand new in the plastic. They know it doesn't have scratches. They know it's gonna work 99% of the time. Something that's open before, eh, it's a little risky and you don't sell it for as much. So start with that stuff, right? If you know, if you know Disney pins, if you know jewelry, if you know um, shoes, shoes are good too. If you can find kids' shoes that are in pretty good shape, or they just need to be cleaned with a little uh, magic eraser and OxyClean, those are good. Um, you know, purses, purses are good too, man. If you can find undervalued um, purses. Those are good too. Easy to ship. Clean them up. Put some armor all on them. You know, list them up. They're ready to go. They're not going to break in shipping. They're cheap to ship. You know. Oh, uh, what else? Jeans. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm looking at my car right now to see backpacks. You know, there's there's tons of stuff. But with those items that I just listed, I know 99.9% of the time they're going to make it there in the same condition that I shipped them out at. So I don't have to worry about a return. I don't have to worry about a break. I don't have to worry about a refund right two when the, the second thing that helps me with that is that i know um i know that when i'm following people on instagram when i'm looking things up on the news feeds when i'm following things on snapchat or whatever i'm doing now i can start training my my social media feeds to feed me information about those items i follow video game people i follow hot wheels people i follow legos legos is another good one i forgot to mention um i follow uh fashion people so I know what to look for when I go out. You know, my feed, I don't, my, my feed is not a toy. You know, I have my business account and my personal account. Personal account, yeah, you just scroll through there mindlessly a couple times, see what everybody's up to, comment, like, shout out, whatever. Um, but on my business page, I just follow things that I want to research. 90s fashion tags, um, Legos, Hot Wheels, action figures, other resellers that I, that I think do a good job. You know, I follow them. Because I, that's my education. That's how I stay up to date with what's valuable, what's going on. So that's the first thing. So now the second part of that is when you go to the garage sale, you're not looking for everything. You're only looking for those certain seven or eight items. And if they don't have that, you walk, right? Now, once you get a little bit better, you can kind of expand a little bit. Um, for example, I found this um, hearing aids. I didn't know how expensive they were. I found one the other day for three bucks. I looked it up. I was like, oh, this, it looks interesting. What is this? So I opened it up. I looked it up. The set sells for 1200 bucks, brand new, 800 used. Found it for $3. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. So, you know, you'll, you'll start noticing, you'll start getting an eye for it. But second thing is, fail cheap, right? You're going to go to these garage sales. Some of the times you can't look it up. People are weird about looking it up in front of them. Fail cheap. Don't spend a lot of money on your first 20, 30 items. And then I'll get to the third part why in just a second. Fail cheap. I mean, if you, I don't want you spending more than a couple bucks on anything. right? Every garage sale, unless it's like you know someone's selling you a Rolex or something like that. And you shouldn't even be buying those because you don't know what to look for yet. Unless you're a watch person. Anyway, um fail cheap right when i first started doing this uh, i started with books and i bought a shit ton of books that weren't worth anything so i have to had them shipped back from me from amazon reduce my inventory and um yeah i made a lot of mistakes but 
out of all those books that I bought, I didn't spend more than 40, 50 bucks on them. All right, 40, 50 bucks for, to learn, you know, in business is nothing. Absolutely nothing, right? Yeah, of course, I want that 50 bucks back. But the lesson that I learned from it of picking winning books for the next 20 years, 30 years of my life, nothing. Nothing to spend on that. Um, same thing with eBay. I bought a bunch of crap on eBay because when um, when you buy, when you go to look up stuff on eBay, here's a trick. It's not even a trick. It's just something that people don't do. You can look up an item, type in, let's say, a Hulk Hogan action figure. Right? You type in Hulk Hogan action figure. You can pause and do this when we're done. Um, so now it shows you all the listings, right? Those are just things that are available for sale. Now I want you to just open it up on... Um, on iPhone and Android, it's a little bit different, but iPhone, open up your filters, scroll down, and it should say sold items. Click on sold items, and it'll show you all of the ones that have actually sold in the last, I don't know, two months or something like that. That'll tell you the real price of what they're worth, right? Not only of what they're worth, but which ones are worth what, because there's different years, models, conditions, yada, 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 in the box, out of the box, all that stuff. So now, you have to go through and find one that looks like yours and then you can make a decision if it's in better quality, less quality, what to do with the price, but that'll give you about what the market is willing to pay for that, right? If it's 20 bucks listed, but it's only selling for five, you know, you look at all the sales and most of it's five bucks, seven bucks, that's what it's actually worth is six bucks. So now when you think about buying that, okay, you spend a dollar, it only sells for six bucks, and then you factor in your shipping and your fees. Okay, you're making $3. Okay, give it a dollar, make three, no problem. But if you're thinking you're making 20 and you spend five on it, you're gonna lose. So that's why that's important. Um, to minimize the stuff because you know what to look for. And then as you only focus on those things, you will have a better eye for it. Like for example, if you have any Hot Wheels and you have a Bugatti Veyron, those are worth $13 used out of the box if you have it in the box carded is what they call it $80 okay so you know you start looking for those things and you see you'll, you'll you'll be able to start doing the math in your head much quicker so look that up before you buy anything and if you can't look it up if you're buying stuff cheap you know that's okay dude you, you lose a couple bucks here and there that's fine but you're learning as long as you're learning every time you're failing it's not wasted money okay you can always donate that stuff to Goodwill and write it off can always just have a you know a big garage sale yourself and just unload it i mean just get it out of there as cheap as possible recoup your money you know um third thing that you need to think about ew, what was that third thing you need to think about is no one trusts you right now if you're especially if you're brand new no one trusts you you may be the nicest person in the world but you have no reviews yet so this is what i did I knew that when I was getting into this, that there was no way I could compete with Amazon and a bunch of other people on price at the moment because, you know, I, 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 don't, I can't buy in bulk. I knew that no one also is going to buy, you know, three, four hundred dollar items from someone with zero reviews, right? I mean, think about it. Would you? You don't know if it's a scam or not, but would you buy something for three bucks, you know, for someone that had no reviews. Maybe. If it was priced better than everything else, probably. Because that way, you know, if you get scammed, it's three bucks, dude. Like, okay, tough shit. I lost three bucks. Sucks, but oh well. So what I did, the first 
probably 20 or 30 items. I just listed books and VHS, like old VHS that I knew were really popular. Uh, Top Gun, anything Tom Cruise, um, you know, classic movies, Ninja Turtles. Uh, what else? What else did I sell? Uh, Rambo, like the first edition Rambos, Mad Max, like these classic iconic movies of the 80s and early 90s that were like dear and dear to people my age. It's three bucks, man. I, I really, man, I probably made profit. man on my first 10 sales but I didn't care about that because I wasn't looking only to make money what I was looking to do was build reviews right I was looking to build credibility so here's how I structure and how I do my stuff I one make sure you know good shipping practices right the item has to get there in good condition buy bubble wrap um, get some poly mailers bubble wrap and some cardboard you can wrap most things in bubble wrap then put some wrap some cardboard around it throw it in a poly mailer and it'll get there safe um i'll put some videos up later about how i mail stuff later um on my uh instagram or my youtube and then that way you can check it out but anyway so what i would do i put one to two day ship like business day processing right and i always try and ship it same day so here's the process so as soon as someone orders something from me Within 10 minutes, you need to send them a message. Hey, thank you for your purchase. Something like that, right? Hey, my name is John. Thank you for your purchase. Um, You know, I'm at work right now. uh, But when I get home tonight, I'll process the order and and get it ready to be shipped. Thank you. If there's anything else I can do for you, let me know. Right? Something to that effect. Because Amazon has set the bar for everything that is sold now. What do I mean by that? Everyone's standard for purchasing and customer service and especially online purchases is Amazon. I know you're not Amazon. I know you're just, you know, maybe a single mom, um, you know, in Spokane, Washington. Maybe you're a dad like me just trying to make some extra money to pay for uh, lacrosse uh, equipment. Maybe, you know, you're an older lady who's, you know, needs to make some extra money, you know, to buy your grandkids some birthday presents. Whatever your situation is, you're competing against the standard that Amazon has set because people order it from Amazon they expect free shipping they expect it to be quick they expect a lot of communication and they expect it to be resolved quickly um, and quickly and hassle-free if something goes wrong all right so I knew that I was competing against Amazon I knew that I cannot beat Amazon because you know I'm just one guy and that's Amazon so where can I beat Amazon Amazon has large warehouses. They have to find orders and process them. They have a ton of orders. I have no orders. And I have a small garage. Right? So what can I do? I can communicate instantly and personally. Right? So personal touch. And I can ship things almost instantly. If I'm home, I ship it instantly. I don't wait until the night. I don't wait, you know. As long as we're not out doing something, I get it ready and I ship it instantly. I mean, think about what kind of service Amazon can't do that. As soon as you order it, Amazon says, hey, it's shipped ready to go with picture confirmation. No, they cannot do that. But I can. You can. So I did that. And I still do that. You know, sometimes, you know, I'm at work. I don't do it until my kids go to bed. But I ship it the same day. If I'm at home, I ship it within 15 minutes. Because now if you go look at all my ratings, it says all of them say excellent communication. Uh, Most of them say excellent communication. And most of them say extremely quick shipper. All right. So there, there's my angle. That's my 
differentiate uh, what do they call it differentiate differentiating value project or prospect or that's what sets me apart from everybody else they know i'm really good in communication they know i'm really i, I ship really quickly so you need to find out what you're going to do are you going to leave a little card a little note um, in their personalized uh, thank you card? Are you going to um, use cool boxes? Or what is the reason why people are going to buy from you and leave you a good review? So so after I, after I send them the message, I ship it. I go drop it off at the post office. My post office has an um, overnight box that's overnight drop-off that's pretty big, so I can ship most things anytime I want to. Um, I drop it off. I put it in the box. I take a picture of it in the mail um, you know, receptacle or whatever the fuck you want to... Or whatever you want to call it. Sorry. Um, And then I send them a message at that point too. Hey, I just dropped it off. It's shipped. It is ready to go. It should be on the way to you in the morning. Thank you again. It's two thank yous. For your business. If there's anything else I can do for you, please do not hesitate to ask. Boom. Once it's there, they know, they have peace of mind that the item that they bought, their money, is is, uh, in the post office hands now, right? It's not in some weird guy's hands that they have no idea who it is. Now it's at the post office. Okay. The post office is big. I trust the post office. I'm at ease now. Right. That's kind of what you need to do because also people can ask for refunds. Um, so if the quicker you ship it, you know, the quicker, the, the less likely it is they'll be able to say like, oh, well, I really want my money back. I don't want to, I don't want to buy that anymore. Right. They've already shipped it. You've already, you know, put it in the box. It's gone. You know, they're going to have to wait till it gets to them, look at it, and then ship it back. Most people won't do that. So, oh, crap. I got lost on my train of thought. Where was I, guys? Customer service. So, out of 100 and, I think, 20 items I've sold so far, I have 50 reviews. That is not common because this is the next part. So... Um, you know, most people, if you've ever worked in customer service or hospitality, maybe one in 10, one in 15 people do reviews. eBay is a little bit better at it, um, but it's not very common, man. So now, you know, I have 50, 100, percent uh, reviews. So, you know, and it's only been six months, man. So that's about, you know, what, eight, nine reviews a month of a hundred percent. It's pretty good, man. So now when people go to look at my listings, they see 50 at a hundred percent. It makes that any kind of objection on um, on who is shipping it goes out the window. They may still have an issue on the price or the shipping or something like that, but they're not questioning if they can trust me to, to buy my products. They, they, they know they can't. Those 50 other people told them, hey, do business with this guy. This guy's great. So that's where you need to be focused on the beginning. Finding cheap things that you can buy and resell for you know some profit while you're learning, right? For the first few months. That's what you. That's what you should be focused on. Finding Hot Wheels cars, finding action figures, finding My Little Ponies. If you know anything about those kinds of toys, um, you know stuffed animals are good. Some of them aren't worth that much. You know, find the smaller ones. Beanie Babies. Stay away from Beanie Babies. There's too many of them out there, and they're not worth much. Um, you know, and and, and learn how to ship. Learn learn the shipping costs. I've I've lost. I've, I've misshipped three things and it cost me about 50 bucks because I know how to resolve problems in a way that makes people happier that I resolved it than the, than the fact that, the, the, that they would have gotten their thing in the right place in the first time, which we can get into that too. 
Um, I've lost money on shipping because I didn't charge enough for shipping and I ate money on products. So, but it was cheap. You know, I probably lost maybe 150 bucks over six months, which is nothing to learn now at this point, how to price things, how to find things, how to source things. So now for the next 20, 30 years while I'm doing this, I don't have those issues anymore. You know, $150 uh, for tuition on eBay is nothing. So remember, let's recap. First, what was the first? I don't even remember where I was at. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> um, so anyway, where was that? One. Where was, where was one? Man, I don't remember. Fail cheap. Know that you're buying something that's worth something. Oh, man, I can't remember one. I'm sorry. Anyway, I'll just move on past that. So anyway, um, if you have any questions about anything, if you need help, uh, please let me know, man. I mean, I'm always here to help. I'm, you know, I'm a parent, you know, I'm married and I have three kids and I work a full-time job and I do this for extra money. I, I, I really, truly enjoy it as well. Um, but you know, I, I'm just here to help people. You know, I don't want to sell any courses or CDs or promos or any kind of crap like that. Like I, I don't, I don't really like that, man. Um, I'm just here to help. So if you have any questions, message me on here or uh, check me out on um, Instagram at ResellFLA or um, my Snapchat is the same, ResellFLA. That's just more just like personal stuff. And then um, just shoot me a message and I'll answer you. I, I, I do all my own social media. I don't hire anyone to do that. You know, I don't really like, uh, I don't believe we, we got these things to be connected and then do things that disconnect us. You know, it just, I don't know. Anyway. All right. Thanks, guys, for checking out the first episode. There'll be more to come. If you have any specific topics you want me to talk about, just shoot me a message. All right. Peace.